Hello and welcome to the Cleaning with ADHD podcast. I'm your host Dara Torres and as you may have guessed, I have ADHD. I'm here to help you get your house clean and organized as well as chatting about what it's really like living with ADHD. So without further ado, let's dive in and get cleaning. Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Cleaning with ADHD podcast. It's been ages since I've recorded an episode and I'm not going to lie, I've been so busy the past few months that I kind of completely forgot about this podcast um, and my other podcast to be honest. I haven't podcast at all in about four months um, and it was only I got a message on my Instagram from somebody saying that they were listening to this, it was really helping them and I was like oh people are actually listening to this podcast and I came back to see that a lot of people have actually been listening to this podcast which is so nice um and yeah I felt like I should definitely record an episode today so hi I'm back um and yeah let's just get stuck straight in before I start chatting the head off you and you're just standing there waiting for me so what we're going to do first is actually put a wash on if you need to put a wash on because this is something that I always do first between that and sorting out my bins. I go upstairs, I fill my wash basket with dirty washing and get a nice wash on, get some nice smelling stuff in there. Like there's nothing better than a really good smelling fabric softener and then all the washing is drying and your house just smells like clean washing like so good and that is something that you can do straight away at the start of your clean and that can just tick away while you do everything else so go grab yourself some washing and get that in the machine so that that is doing away while you do everything else in your house. I'll let you go do that and if you don't need to put a wash on, you can move on to the next part um, straight away, which is emptying your bins. And this might seem a bit rushed at parts, but you can pause this episode at absolutely any time. I will give you lengths of time to do certain things. Um, I'm not expecting you to do your dishes in two minutes or anything like that, but I will give you certain amounts of time. Um, but they're also might be things that take you a bit longer you might feel the need to pause the episode to take a wee bit longer you might start moving on to something else before I've moved on to something else that's all absolutely fine go at your own pace this is just a guideline for me talking you through cleaning your house to keep you on track (laughs) I don't know how to word that but when you have ADHD it's very easy to get sidetracked whenever you're doing a task and that is the whole point of this podcast it's to keep you focused on what you're supposed to be doing by taking you through things a step at a time so yeah if you've got your wash in um, I like to empty my bins um, at the start of cleaning my house as well Um, I just find that having nice fresh bins is just you know it's just something that maybe like people tend to empty their you know bin in the kitchen but you might forget about like all the the bins all around your house um and that's something that I'm definitely guilty of you know I don't really have many I've got wee one in my my bathroom and I've mentioned before that I just like forget about it all the time or I, I empty it whenever it's at that point where it's like right I really need to empty that now um so I like to get a bin bag at the start of a clean and go around my house and just grab any wee bits of rubbish like empty the wee bin in the bathroom um if there's any just like wee things lying about that can go in the bin put them in the bin as well um and then just put a nice fresh bin bag in spray down the bin if it needs it give it a nice sweet clean and that just sort of sets you up for the rest of your house clean. Um, if, you know, there's certain things that you need to gut out and stuff, maybe you want to do that at the end, but I just like to do it at the start. Um, and the reason I'm doing a full house clean today is because it definitely seems like that is the most popular. Um, you know, by all means, if there's any specific things that you would find really helpful, like, Dara, can you please do, you know, a gotten out your drawers, gotten out your wardrobes, a bedroom clean, a kid's bedroom clean, ba- like just a bathroom clean. You know, if there's anything that you want specifically, just let me know when I will do that. But for now, I've noticed that my most popular episode by far is like 
the whole house clean. I've only done a few episodes so far, but the two that I've done for a whole house clean are definitely by far the most popular episodes. Um, and that's because, you know, whenever you're doing a general tidy, you do tend to just go around your whole house. But sometimes, you know, doing a deep clean as well is really, really helpful. Um, and that's something that, you know, I'll also throw in there as well. But by all means, let me know what you need. So by now, if you've got your wash on, you've got your bins sorted, I like to start on my dishes and your dishes, everybody's will look completely different. I don't have a dishwasher, so I wash everything by hand. But, you know, this can seem like a, such a tedious task for so many of us, but it doesn't have to be, you know, this is your time to just focus completely on your dishes and just get them done because it's such a good feeling whenever they're out of the way. Um, so if you've got any dry dishes sitting there, if you've got a dishwasher and you need to empty your dishwasher um, and reload it, then this is your time to do that. I actually like to take everything like take the drying rack and take you know like the sink basin out of the sink first and then I'll spray down the sink and clean the sink before I do the dishes um because yeah it all just goes into a basin anyway but it just obviously you can't really clean the under with the rack is after you put the dishes there that just would not be practical at all so I like to like give the sink a good clean I like to wash all of my dishes um if there's anything that needs soaked then you know soak that I've mentioned before that really good hack for um getting things off the bottom of pots and stuff that might be a bit difficult is um putting boiling water on them and boiling them on the stove top that tends to lift stuff a lot better and then maybe sit it for a while afterwards um but this is your time to just focus completely on your dishes so get stuck into that and I will just chat while you do that I do have a bit of a life update and the reason I've not been podcasting for months is because I'm actually pregnant <laughs> um I am expecting my first baby this is the first time I've ever been expecting and I am really excited <laughs> but I'd be lying if you know I didn't say that there's a lot of nerves and anxiety when it comes to pregnancy as well you know it can be a very anxious time particularly the first few months and that's why I've been so quiet online like I've just sort of taken a step back I was focusing on myself and that has been really really important to me um, especially because I was keeping my pregnancy, you know, really private. Um, I didn't even tell my family until I was, you know, over, over 10 weeks. A lot of people wait till over 12 weeks actually, but I was going home to Ireland to visit my family around the 10 week mark. So I thought that I would get an early scan. Everything was absolutely fine. And then I was able to tell my family and show them a wee picture of our baby, me and Greg's baby and it was just so special this is going to be the first grandchild for my parents and they were just absolutely over the moon <laughs> they've been nagging me for years because I'm coming 30 this year and they were like right are any of our children going to give us grandchildren at any point <laughs> and I was kind of like oh maybe maybe soon maybe soon um so yeah to say they were absolutely delighted was an understatement um, I think my stepmom screamed so loud that you probably could have heard her from a different country. She was just absolutely delighted. Um, and my mum was just like on the floor holding my legs crying. <laughs> it was just really, really special. Um, but yeah, that's that's why I've been so quiet the past few months. My my personal life has just been um really private. Um, I haven't even like, seen a lot of my friends or anything like that. I've just been, I've been quite a hermit to be quite honest with you. Um, and mainly because I was so tired as well. Like I've been absolutely exhausted the past few months, like particularly the first two months of pregnancy. I had no idea how exhausted I would be because when you think of people being pregnant and stuff, you kind of think, oh, you know, at the end, whenever, you know, you're really heavy and stuff, you know, your bump's really heavy, of course, you're going to be tired. But the first few months are really exhausting. Your body's going through so many changes and 
I I was just absolutely wiped out. <laughs> um, but it's interesting because I wanted to talk about, you know, ADHD and being pregnant and my experience so far. Um, because, you know, that's what this podcast is about. You know that I have ADHD. I talk about my ADHD on this podcast. Um, and being pregnant is something that I like thought about before um you know how that was how my ADHD would kind of play into that um how my ADHD would play into you know being a parent stuff like that it's just natural anxieties that you have when you have ADHD um but I have to say that so far I actually feel really 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 good and I think one part of that is the fact that I have chosen to slow down massively um, and I haven't really had much of a choice because I've been tired to be fair and that's kind of prevented burnout for me. I have had like a few emotional meltdowns but I'm also dealing with a lot of hormones right now um, but a huge part of it is that because of my ADHD, I massively struggle with PMDD, um, which if you're not familiar with is kind of like <laughs> PMS on steroids. So once a month, um, you know, I would feel absolutely horrendous mentally. Um, people with ADHD are prone to PMDD because with PMS, your dopamine and stuff takes a bit of a hit. You feel a bit lower than usual. So if you've got ADHD and you already have you know, pretty much non-existent dopamine. Um, whenever that takes a hit even more, you can feel like the lowest of the low. And that was something that I dealt with really, really, really badly every single month. And I felt like it just got worse as I was getting older. And for the past almost four months now, I have not had any PMDD because obviously I'm not menstruating. Um, <laughs> all the guys listening to this are like yeah totally relate <laughs> but you know it's good it's educational for you as well this is what women go through um and it has been bliss honestly mentally I feel probably the best that I have in a really 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 long time and that massively surprised me because I always worried that my mental health could be really bad during pregnancy because like, I struggle with my mental health because of my ADHD and stuff and because of my hormones but honestly the effect of not having PMDD has just been absolutely magical and I'm loving being pregnant for that reason because mentally I feel so good. By the way, um, while I'm talking, just keep going on with your dishes. Um, you might still have loads to get through. While I'm talking all the time, just like it's important to always bring your focus back to the task at hand as well. And that's the whole point of this podcast. You know, I will pop in here and there um, while I'm chatting just to remind you to stay focused on the task at hand. Don't try not to get distracted by, you know, things around you and just keep focusing on those dishes. Keep getting through those dishes um, while I chat to you. But yeah, I am pregnant and I'm going to be a mum <laughs> for the first time. Um, and I'm really, really, really excited. I, I definitely feel like this is just the right thing for me at this point in my life. Um, I've thought about kids for, you know, several years and my partner, Greg, he already has a son. So I've had a kid in my life for the past few years as well, since we've been together and we have an absolutely fantastic relationship and it's just made me, you know, even more maternal and made me realize that, you know, I would love like our own child as well. Um, not that Aiden, not that he's not our child, you know, <laughs> of course he is, but you know what I mean? Like carry my own child. Um, so yeah it's really really exciting um do I worry about being a parent with ADHD um yes and no yes I know that kids are overstimulating um yes I know that the constant overstimulation may lead to burnout a lot but I think that the maternal instinct has already kicked in to just kind of override that because regardless of how I feel 
caring for my wee one is like a million times more important than that um and even though I might be burnt out and overstimulated and I'll have moments of probably feeling like this is a lot that caring part of me like that maternal part of me will always be stronger than that um and I feel quite certain of that um but you know I know having ADHD and being a parent is not always easy. It's not. Do you know what? Being a parent in general is not always is not always easy for most people who don't even have ADHD. It's just, it's tiring. You know, it's overstimulating. It's a lot, but it's also like the most rewarding thing. In the world, for a lot of people, so I am very very excited for it. If you've still got dishes to get through, then by all means, pause this just now and finish up with your dishes before you move on to anything else. But you might have already finished them and you've already started going on to other things. But if not, let's move on to the rest of the kitchen. And after I do the dishes, like I like to, you know, clean around, wipe down the sink afterwards and stuff like that. Um... I also like to put some boiling water and disinfectant or something nice smelling down the plug holes after I do the dishes just to make the drains and stuff smell quite nice um, keep them smelling nice and fresh. This is important. I do this all the time because there's nothing worse than smelly drains. <laughs> um, so yeah, do that if you haven't already and once you've put something down your drains to make them smell nice, clean them out with boiling water, then just get on to wiping your worktops. Um, I like to use Zoflora on my worktops. Well, actually, it's not called Zoflora. And a lot of my listeners I've noticed from looking at the analytics are from America. There's a lot of people from the UK as well that will know what Zoflora is. But I say that, but maybe they have Zoflora in America as well. Let me know. Send me a wee thing on Instagram or something like that and let me know. Um, if you do have Zoflora in America, my Instagram is at Dara Therese. Um, because I just don't know. I'm just talking about all these products all the time or mentioning certain things that we have in the UK and Ireland. Um, and if this is the first time you've actually listened to me, you'll notice that I am Irish, but you might notice that I have a slight Scottish twang sometimes, apparently. Um, I don't, well, I do hear it sometimes, but I, I am Irish I'm originally from a small city in Northern Ireland called Derry, um, but I moved to Scotland eight years ago. I moved to Edinburgh and for the past few years, I have been with a Scottish man for around four years. So my accent has definitely gotten a wee bit more Scottish, apparently. Um, Scottish and Irish is quite similar anyway, but I just noticed that some of the ways that I say things has changed um, as much as I try to deny it. So sometimes people will hear my accent and just be like, what is that? <laughs> what is going on? Um, if I go home to Derry and then come back and do a podcast episode, you'll probably notice a massive difference in how I speak because as soon as I'm around my family again, I just go full on Irish but I've been back in Scotland now for the past month and, you know, it's, I don't I don't know. I think my accent changed when I moved to Edinburgh anyway, before I even was with Greg, because I had to slow down my accent massively because people couldn't understand a bloody word that I was saying <laughs> whenever I was speaking so fast in my Irish accent. So, you know, working in jobs and stuff like that, I had to learn to just massively slow down um, and I think that's probably changed the way I speak as well but what was I even talking about? <laughs> uh, I think I was talking about Zoflora. <laughs> oh my god I hope you're wiping your worktops instead of just laughing at me um, but I I like to use Zoflora on my counters um, but there's another brand, I don't know, you get it in B&M anyway, and it's like a different brand that's similar to Zoflora. And 
whatever one I have just now, it smells like a lush snow fairy. And I'll probably stop using that soon because snow fairy is lovely in the bath. The products are lovely and I've loved having it as um a spray in my house. But Christmas is over and I feel like maybe I need a wee change soon. But it does smell absolutely gorgeous. Um, but I think Zoflora in general is just brilliant because it lasts so long. It's an, a disinfectant and it just smells amazing. Um, I really love the blue bell woods zoflora as well you just put a wee cap full of that and a spray bottle top it up with water and that's like a lovely smelling disinfectant and a lot of people put like a cap of zoflora down their sink as well if you've got zoflora and you don't already do that um that's a really good hack as well like you pour boiling water down your sink and then put a wee cap of zoflora down there afterwards and then every time you run the drain or you just just leaving it there in general just makes the the sink smell really really nice um some people also soak tissue or I actually said in my first episode whenever I was doing my first clean with me that some people soak sanitary towels and stick them to the bottom of their bin with zoflora but you know you could soak a piece of kitchen roll and do that and put it under your bin bag in the bin so it smells really nice um but yeah I like to use a nice disinfectant and just spray down everything um and just get scrubbing use like a wee sponge on the worktops if needs be if it needs like a proper scrub or it might just need a wipe with like a microfiber cloth and some disinfectant um whenever I'm wiping down the worktops I like to pull everything out I like to like pull forward like my tea and coffee jars and stuff like that anything that's sitting on the worktop um you know it's a really bad habit for a lot of people to just like go around the edges of everything um, and you'd be surprised like how mucky and behind things can get but I just make a habit of every time I'm wiping the worktops make sure to like pull things forward as well and wipe behind them um, and you might not even have to do this every single time maybe once like once every few days or something just wipe behind things because if it's like quite a like say like a coffee machine or something you know wiping behind that once and then leaving it for a week there's not really going to be much behind it it's really things that are going to get like crumbs and stuff and behind them um that you should really just take a look at and make sure to wipe regularly I like to empty out my toaster quite regularly um because the crumbs just fall through it and then I just think they look really messy if there's like wee crumbs lying underneath the toaster and you can see them so I pull out the the bits at the back of the toaster or they might be at the front of yours um it's it's mad how many people don't realize that toasters have oh my god I really can't think of the word for it like the wee toaster trays is it toaster trays they slide on the back or the front and they collect like a lot of the crumbs um and this can get neglected as well like if this is something you haven't done for a while like pull out your toaster trays and you might be surprised by just how loaded they actually are and that could be why your toaster is making like so many crumbs every time you move it so I like to take the toaster trays out kick them off under the bun um wipe them and then shake the toaster and prepare yourself for this do it in a place where you can wipe up the crumbs if you haven't done it in a while shake your toaster on the worktop or something like that and just watch how many crumbs come out of it um and then i get a wee dustpan and brush or something sweep them all up put your toaster trays back in and that'll be you for another while and hopefully your toaster will be less crummy <laughs> um but you know it needs done whenever you like slightly even move your toaster and loads of crumbs are coming out of it um it's just something to just keep an eye on every once in a while um so I'll do that I will sometimes like your hob might need like a good clean you might need to put like a degreaser or something on the top of your hob um you might have a wipe hob I don't I've got one of the ones with the gas rings on it but I clean that every single day so it doesn't get too mucky um and this is just a really good habit to have I find is just keeping on top of this because if you let your hob go for a long time it can just be like even harder to clean um but getting a good degreaser on that and leaving it maybe till the end like putting a degreaser on that just now while you do all the rest of your wee bits 
and then wiping it at the end might make it a lot easier for you. Um, so I like to do that. Um, I've got like black shiny kind of tiles as my splash back in the kitchen. I like to wipe that down with antibacterial and a microfiber cloth. And then once that dries and there's no like residue of water or anything left on it, I actually like to put a tiny bit of baby oil onto like a clean microfiber cloth and I'll wipe it over the tiles. And I'll also do this with anything in my kitchen that's metal or has that sort of sheen on it. Like my cooker top is, you know, silver kind of metal. I'll also do that and it just makes it look really shiny and streak, streak, <laughs> streak free. Um, you don't need a lot, you just need a wee bit um, and that is a really good hack for keeping things like looking nice and shiny and stuff as well. Um, a little bit of baby oil. Uh, we used to do that in kitchens, I used to work in kitchens for a long time as a chef and whenever we would do a deep clean, you would always know like sometimes we would, in my last job we would get a team in that cleaned the kitchen for us, I know how spoiled were we. But we would always come in and everything would be so slidey because they used so much oil <laughs> because they obviously couldn't be bothered to use a wee bit and then buff it. So they just used loads of oil on all the surfaces and all the fridges and stuff to make them look really, really, really shiny. But you would always like go to open the fridge and your hand would slide off it because it'd be so greasy. <laughs> but you do not need to do that. Like you only need a wee bit and then you just rub it on, buff it off and it's nice and shiny. Like if you've never tried this before, I hope that that tip changes your life because honestly it changed mine. <laughs> That's how sad my life is. Like putting baby oil on a shiny tile is just, um, I'm loving life. Um, but yeah, get moving around your kitchen, wiping down the surfaces. Um, and yeah, I'll let you get on with that for maybe a few minutes before we move on to something else. I'm really glad that so many people have been finding these episodes helpful. Um, I'm not going to lie, like, I I had no idea that so many people were actually listening to this. <laughs> so it was a real nice surprise after, like, a few months of just feeling, like, so tired and deflated. And I sort of had this, like, I got my energy back and I thought, right, I'm going to jump back and do, and do podcasting and doing things online again. And then, like, I had you know, messages and stuff from people saying that this had helped them. So that was really, really nice to come back to. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely make sure to do more regular episodes and get a few more episodes up here um, as people do seem to find it helpful. Um, and it's just made me realise that, you know, whenever you do have ADHD, cleaning can be something that is difficult at times just because, you know, you can get distracted really easily. Um, and that's exactly why I've made this podcast because I think like being present is a really good practice with ADHD and it's something that just goes completely against ADHD. <laughs> um, you really need to force yourself to stay present when you have ADHD a lot of the time. Um, and that's kind of what I'm doing here with you. I'm, I'm trying to help you stay present and stay focused on the task at hand without getting sidetracked. Um, and hopefully it's helping you to get some housework done. Um, so far, you know, if you've followed along with this clean with me, you'll have sorted out your bins, you'll have got a wash on, you'll already have got your dishes done and you'll be cleaning down your kitchen just now. You know, you might have even got some more done in that time. If you've got less done in that time, then that's absolutely fine. Everybody's workload is completely different. Um, and that's okay. You know, pause this as much as you need to if you need extra time. You know, there's no rules here. This is just a guideline for me to help you. Um, if you've finished wiping down your kitchen, um, great. We can move on to something else. Like maybe, you know, you've already wiped down your table. Maybe you still need to do that. Um, pause this if you need a wee bit extra time just to wipe down your kitchen. But we're going to move through to the living room and your living room situation might be, you know, it could be chaos, it could be 
I don't know what your situation looks like. I know that my living room does not take long to clean because there's not really much in my living room. Like I've got my TV, I've got my sofa, I've got a little dressing, not a dressing table, kind of a coffee table. I've got the cat's climbing frame, a bookshelf, some picture frames and that's pretty much it. Like I don't keep a lot in the living room. I have a feeling that that's definitely going to change in the next few years with a baby. So I'm going to be doing like an episode and two years time being like okay let's take half an hour to sort out all the kids toys in the corner of the living room but for now you know I will straighten up my sofa so I will fluff up all the cushions I've got throws like uh, fluffy throws over my sofa I'll straighten them up um, just straighten up all the cushions and stuff like that I will get an antibacterial spray, wipe around the TV, wipe the windowsills. I will get some wood polish and polish the coffee table. Um, whatever you need to do, get whatever cleaning products that you need for your living room. Straighten up anything that needs straightened up. Um, this is just a good opportunity to just get get your living room looking nice. So I'll give you a wee bit of time for that. And like I said, if you need any extra time, just pause it. I'm not going to lie, since being pregnant, I feel like my cleaning has just got like more and more intense. Um, and I don't know if it's just that thing of being like freaked out by germs or just you know, wanting to be organised and, you know, I know that a lot of women talk about nesting whenever they're pregnant and I'm not quite at that stage but I am semi-nesting in the sense that, like, I just really want the house to be sorted, like, things that I've been putting off for a while that need done, I'm kind of like, this is the time to do it, like, I want this house to be really, like, the way I want it for whenever this baby comes <laughs> and um, that's quite a common thing. But I find as well, because my sense of smell while pregnant is so strong, I feel like I have been obsessively cleaning things um, because I think that I can smell certain things. Like I think I've got two cats and I am so on top of their, like their, um, their grooming, their litter tray, everything. Like I am obsessed with like the house not smelling like cats, um, but because I've been pregnant, if I can smell like their pee or anything at all, it's just been driving me absolutely crazy. Like I stripped all the cushions off the sofa and all the throws and everything the other day and just like washed it all because I was just paranoid that there was a smell of like cat. Like, do you know, I've just been really like <laughs> maybe OTT about things and people are like, I can't smell that. And I'm like, well, I can because I've got super smell right now. Um, and, you know, I don't know if that'll always be the case, but I think, you know, it can be quite common in, in pregnant women specifically, um, to be like a bit more freaked out about germs or like whenever their kids are wee and stuff. But I, I say that, but yeah, I think like whenever like my kids actually hear, I'm not going to be like overly freaked out because I am very much like an adventurous girl that loves the woods <laughs> um so like getting mucky getting out in nature and getting my boots covered in muck and just like sitting on a log and eating a sandwich is just like my ideal day um so I feel like my kids are definitely going to be the exact same as that like I'll like I'll have little woodland babies I just know it um like whenever I think of just like the perfect family time, it's just running about the woods. And we do that way, my partner's son Aiden all the time. Um, you know, we've taken him camping, we always take him out wandering in the woods and stuff. Um, and he absolutely loves it. And that's just something that we really, really enjoy and something that like as a family we really enjoy. So I am genuinely really looking forward um to that, like once the wee one comes along and gets up a bit, you know going on little family camping trips and stuff like that um, and just taking them out in the woods and you know showing them how amazing nature is. Uh, that's just something that I find I don't know if it's probably my ADHD as well it's that like 
since I've started unmasking and my ADHD and not doing things that overstimulate me, I've found that I just massively avoid like city life and stuff like that. I'm just so like I'm totally obsessed with just going a walk in the woods or like quiet quiet woodlands nature walks like peace and quiet that is whenever I feel mentally my best like I feel incredible after a walk in the woods it's the only thing that really quietens my mind but as soon as I go into like a busy city or somewhere that's really really packed like an event or something I get really overwhelmed, really overstimulated and I will only like be able to deal with it if it's something that like I really really want to do um, but I've just found as I've got older and I've stopped you know I've started to realize that certain things do make me feel that way I just don't really tolerate them anymore and I don't put myself in those situations. Um, I love going on like amusement rides um, but I've realised as an adult it is my idea of hell like sensory wise um, going into an amusement park it's just so loud it's so bright um, and it's the same as going into the city centre like I moved it I moved to Edinburgh sorry I hiccuped <laughs> um, I moved to Edinburgh and I loved going into the city centre um, when I first moved here but I feel like over the years I just avoid it like the plague because I just feel like it's getting busier and busier and busier all the time and unless I'm going there for like a specific reason or at a time that's not busy I just can't wait to get out of it and it might be made worse by the fact that I've moved out into the country now um so I'm I love a wee bit outside of Edinburgh um in a very rural area so I'm used to like a bit of a quieter life now um, and I'm surrounded by woodland and I think maybe it's just sort of got me used to that so now it's a bit more of a shock whenever I go under the city centre. Um, but yeah you can let me know um, on Instagram or something like that if that's something that you resonate as well like have you found because of your ADHD that you you know are more drawn to nature and stuff like that because it makes you feel calmer do you enjoy the chaos of like going out and stuff you know I feel like my my mindset has massively changed because I stopped drinking like I no longer drink alcohol I talk like a lot about that on my social media on my Instagram and on my other podcast mindful chats um that's where I, I talk a lot about sobriety and stuff um and I think maybe since going sober and really reaching into myself and really asking myself what, you know, what benefits me and what actually makes me feel my best, I've found that a quiet, slow life um, has actually just made me feel mentally my best. But, you know, there's definitely been times in my life where I've got loaded and loved the chaos, but it did not love me and it was not good for me. <laughs> um if you're finished cleaning your living room, by the way, let's move on to the bathrooms. And this is something that might take a wee bit of time, but today's a general clean. You know, we can come back and do a deep clean of your bathroom another time. Um, but pause this if you've still got stuff to do in your living room. Let's head to the bathroom just now. Grab your cleaning products for your bathroom um, and let's head up there. Um, I like to clean my bathroom like quite regularly. Um, my bathroom isn't very big you know your bathroom might not need a lot of cleaning might need you know a lot I don't know <laughs> I don't know what your bathroom looks like but mine's is quite small so it doesn't really take a lot um, I just really need to spray things down um, you know put fresh toilet roll in the bathroom in the little basket I will put a fresh um, toilet freshener and if needs be I will wipe <clears throat> pardon me I'm <clears throat> keep getting dry throat it's because these episodes are so long that my voice starts to get croaky so I do apologize but I'm trying um I wipe along the sink I wipe the windowsill um just anything that needs a wipe in the bathroom really um you can get working on that give everything a wee wipe down um 
use nice smelling sprays. Uh, yeah, whatever you need to do in your bathroom, just do just now. I don't know what your situation looks like. But I know that mine's doesn't, it doesn't take too long at all. I've really been enjoying um baths recently. You're not actually technically supposed to take like hot baths for too long whenever you're pregnant. Um, so I have been having to have like baths that aren't as warm and for not as long. But I've got my energy back recently and I'm really, really glad of that because like I said, I absolutely love getting out in nature and getting out nature walks and for the past like few months of my pregnancy like the thought of even going a walk was too much I was just so tired um but the past few weeks my energy has been fantastic and I feel like so fit because I've been walking so much and I've been doing pregnancy yoga um and it's massively helping because I'm starting to get all like the wee aches and pains the ligament pain and all that fun stuff um and I think like you know if I'm able to stay fit and active then I'll be really happy because that is like a massive, a massive thing for me, a massive thing that helps my mental health. Like I love being active and I really, really struggle whenever I'm not able to be active. Um, so the fact that I'm able to do that again has been so nice. Um, so I've been enjoying like long nature walks, pregnancy yoga, and then I've been getting like a nice bubble bath with like a lush bubble bar. Um, and reading a book in the bath for a little while. Um, I have got Greg into Harry Potter finally. Like I am obsessed with Harry Potter and honestly it's ridiculous how obsessed I am with Harry Potter. I've read all the books so many times. I've watched all the films so many times. Um, like I could honestly quote them word for word but Greg's always, Greg actually calls it Harry Snodder. <laughs> um, <laughs> But he it, it was it was on the TV for the past like just over New Year and every day they had a new film. So it just happened to be on at the time that we would like be winding down. So I was kind of like, oh, Harry Potter's on. Let's watch it. And he started to watch them one by one then. And we watched The Half-Blood Prince last night. So we've only got two films left and he's like proper engrossed in it. And I'm so happy <laughs> because I'm like, yes, he finally gets it. Um, I did feel really, really guilty the other night though because Aiden was staying and Aiden is seven, coming eight this year and it was, oh, what one were we watching? I think it was The Goblet of Fire and, or no, it was The Order of the Phoenix because it was the scene with the Dementor and Dudley and Aiden was watching it and I was turned around to Greg and I was like, do you not think this is maybe a bit too old for him? It's a bit too scary. And he was like, no, no, he'll be fine. He'll be fine. Um, and Aiden seemed fine. And he was like, oh, I'm just a bit bored of watching it. So we're like, oh, that's fine. Like you will put on a wee film for you on your, on your wee tablet or something like that. You can watch that for a wee while. Um, and then we'll, you know, have a wee game before bed or something. So he just sort of was doing his own wee thing and we were doing our own wee thing watching Harry Potter. Um, and then he woke up screaming in the middle of the night and Greg went through and he was like proper like distressed and he was like Harry Potter Harry Potter and he was really really upset and absolutely terrified and I felt so so bad (laughs) like so bad oh but yeah it turns out Harry Potter is maybe a bit too dark for like seven year olds (laughs) um but like he comes across as so much older I think that's the thing with a lot of kids these days they come across as so much older and he's so like mature for his age that I just kind of was like Greg was like nah he'll be fine but you know he's still seven and dementors are scary for seven year olds (laughs) so yeah Dara felt very very bad for that one but technically I did say to Greg that this might be a bit scary for him so it was his fault um so I I'm not taking the blame for that one but I still did feel awful if you're still cleaning your bathroom right now, um, great. Keep cleaning it. Keep wiping it down. Keep making everything nice and shiny. Um, I like to like get a toothbrush as well um, and get into the nooks and crannies. Sometimes if you don't have cleaning toothbrushes, then this is your sign to get cleaning toothbrushes because sometimes you just need it to get like in behind your taps, around your taps. Like I like to do that quite a lot. Um, if ever needs be, they're just a great way addition to your uh, cleaning kit. 
So that's definitely something to take note of if you don't have them already. Um, if you've already finished your bathroom, then let's move on and head to the bedroom. Um, you could have like so many other rooms in your house. Like you could have like a utility, you could have three bedrooms. Um, this is the time to, fun to focus on the bedroom or bedrooms. Um, and this is just a general clean today. You know, obviously I'm not expecting you to clean like three or four bedrooms in the space of 10 minutes. <laughs> um, but like I've got our bedroom, Aiden's bedroom, and then there's a box room that's just got like drying racks in it for washing. Um, so Aiden stays here like he doesn't stay here all the time so his room is generally quite clean most of the time because I keep on top of that and it just needs done like every other every other day or once a week or something but our bedroom is something that I focus on every day um, but there's not really much in our bedroom like I really just need to you know straighten up our pillows make the bed um, any wee things lying about that needs, you know, put in the bun or like things that need tidied away that are sitting out on like surfaces. Um, I'll just focus on that. So if you have a major bed today, you know, this is a really good time to make your bed. Um, so go ahead and do that or do whatever you need to do in your bedroom. You might need to wipe down surfaces. We've got, you know, a TV in our room and we've got a dresser and windowsills and stuff that I like to get a lot of a little bit of antibacterial on a wipe or on a cloth and wipe them down. Um, but it really doesn't take me too long. You might have like a few different surfaces in your bedroom. You might have like bedside tables that need a wipe. You might have lumps that need a wipe. Just have a look around and just wipe everything. Um, and just I make your room smell nice and fresh, get the windows open. That's something that I haven't actually said during this episode, but it's definitely an important thing as well as to like open your windows um, and just air out the house as well. Like I have cats, so I can't open them the full way, but there's like a wee snip, snib. Um, so I open them like halfway and just air out the house for a wee while. During the winter, it's not the funnest thing to do because it's absolutely freezing. <laughs> Um, but if you can even do it for a wee while, you know, it is good to get some fresh air in about the house. Whenever I go home to my dad's house, I swear to God that man has every single window open in his house all day long and the house is always freezing. <coughs> and my brother that stays there as well, well, he didn't stay there as much anymore, he's back at uni, but he, um, he wakes up and he opens every single window in the house as well. He's just like exactly like my dad. Um... And I'm always just freezing every time I go back there and have to close all the windows. <laughs> it's just like a running joke in my dad's house that it's just gusty. Um, so, yeah, I know at this time of the month it's not, it's not that, uh, not that fun to have all the windows open. But I, it's quite freezing here in Scotland, by the way. I don't know where you are, but it's cold. It's getting under the minus. Um but it's been quite mild. Like we had some snow, I think at the start of December that lasted for maybe a week. And then it was really mild, like strangely mild for December. And now we're in January and I feel like there's a bit of a cold snap coming again because the past few days it's been quite frosty. I've been having to like watch myself when I'm on a walk because it's been so icy. Um, and yeah, I feel like there could be snow coming soon again possibly um so we'll just keep an eye out for that but it's been quite a mild a mild December so far but I'm kind of over it at this point <laughs> like I I know that I can't change the seasons and there's no point moaning about the seasons but like there comes a certain point in winter where you're just like I am so sick of it being dark all the time <laughs> like I think just because I'm the type of person like in the summer I am up and out the door at six o'clock and I go my walk and I love that I love going a walk at sunrise but now I get up at like eight o'clock and it's still dark outside and I'm like oh my god when is it going to get light and then me and Greg went on a really big walk yesterday and it was getting dark by half past three. And then by the time we got home, like half past four, it was pitch black. So, yeah, it's just that time of year. But 
in saying that, I actually was talking to Greg about this yesterday and I was like, maybe it's just a lesson to teach us to just slow down and just move with the seasons. And I know that sounds really cheesy, but like, you know, in winter when it's dark, you know, sometimes I feel guilty for the fact that I'm wrapped up on the sofa in a duvet by six o'clock watching Harry Potter. Whereas in the summer, like I would still be out doing stuff and, you know, I would feel like a lot more productive. Whereas I feel like in winter, I feel like a lot lazier. I'm just like lazing about a lot more. I'm like, I still do all like whatever I need to do during the day, but just during like a very short time frame. And then I'm ready to wind down by six o'clock. And, you know, since being pregnant as well, I'm asleep by eight or nine every night. It's ridiculous. <laughs> um, But maybe there's like a great lesson in that, in learning to just slow down and just accept that it's dark it's cold and it's okay to just slow down and do nothing and just watch Harry Potter wrapped in a blanket and give your steps on nightmares <laughs> oh terrible um but yeah I'm learning to slow down especially being pregnant I'm massively learning to slow down um because I need to take better care of myself and you know it's definitely because of my ADHD that I really 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 struggle to stop um I am like my dad calls me a jack-in-a-box <laughs> I don't really understand that but he um I'm always like my, my eyes are open first thing in the morning I'm like go 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 normally but I've really learned to just slow down massively uh during this time so you might still be cleaning your bedrooms, you might still have a wee bit to go, but I'm going to wrap up this episode very soon. Um, and the last thing I like to do when I'm cleaning my house is hoover. Um, and obviously you won't be able to hear me when you're hoovering, so that is what I'm going to leave it on for today. If you've still got things to do before you hoover, if you're still working on bedrooms, if you've still got you know, things to do, then I hope this episode at least got you started and now you're in the mood and you're like hyper focused on cleaning. Um, because I know that definitely is the case for me. Whenever I start, I'm like, right, okay, let's just do this now. So maybe this did give you that little that little boost to just keep going and get it done. Um I'm so glad to be back with another episode today and I hope that you guys enjoy it. I hope that it helps you. Um, thank you so much for the feedback on these episodes so far. I know that you have been enjoying them and it really makes me happy to know that it's helping you. Um, so I will let you go for now. Um, finish up with some hoovering, some mopping, whatever you need to do to finish up your house. Get some wax melts lit, some nice smelling candles or something. I like to burn some incense once I'm finished to clean. Just sort of tops it off. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for listening to this episode. And I will be back soon with another clean with me. Um, if you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at Dara Therese. If you want to send me any messages on there, questions certain episodes that you would find helpful then feel free to send me a wee message on there and I'll get back to you thank you so much for listening I hope you have a lovely day and I'll chat to you soon bye